Hey, 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 it's uh, Steve and Eddie, and you have reached us here at Crossroads98.com. We're really glad that you've meet, met with us, rather. And uh, yeah, I got I got Pastor Eddie here with me right now. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. I'm well, all fantastic. Right. I know that... I know that you've had a little bit of time off. Did you get some refreshment? I did. Yep. Yeah. I had, we had a we had a good time. Of course, it goes fast as as always. You know. Yeah. With that. What was the What was the best part of your your time away? Did you uh, Did you get a chance to? Yeah. I guess what What was the best time? Well, I sure like being in the woods and riding that four wheeler and that kind of thing. But uh, now recovering from surgeries and stuff, I was able to cut a couple of trees down, and it felt pretty good actually to, to do that. That's awesome. So, that is awesome. Yeah, I know that you like. I know you like that. Uh, Sitting by the fire, I yeah, like to do that. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've spent many time by that fire with you, and uh, it's always great stuff. And um, yeah, it's it's good to get away. I'm glad that you got refreshed and and a uh, little bit of time of that. Um, I'm yeah. sure that uh, our brothers Dennis and uh, Yellow Shoes McPhail are in heaven today because the Dodgers won the World Series the, last I, night. And Luke. Uh, and Luke as little, well. He's a McPhail. Dodger fan. Yeah. There's not a lot of Dodger fans around here. There's no, uh, probably more than what we re- recognize or realize. But, um, uh, yeah, there's not as many Cardinal as no. Cardinals or Cubs or Reds fans. But there are a few. There are a few, well, and so congratulations yeah, to the Dodgers I, fans. I, I, I watched the first few innings. That that Snell, that pitcher for Tampa, done pretty good there in the beginning. I don't know. Yeah, he did. He I held his own. He did. South for him, but nonetheless, yeah. it happened. Yeah. Well, the the Dodgers, uh, they had some really good hitters, and and they just stepped. They they kept on it, and um, yeah, it, uh, in the end, they prevailed. Yep. Yep. They did. It's good. So. Um, you know, during this time uh, across the United States, across the world, actually, but across the states, we kind of seeing the Midwest uh, increasing in, in COVID cases a little bit. Um, uh, in that process, um, we're, we're managing through uh, what we're doing, and we just wanted to let you know that we're continuing to go forward with protocol, and we're going to keep the church open. Um, not... Not in an unprotected way, not in a, in a way that's just throwing caution to the wind, but in a way that is allowing us to move forward, to allow the doors to stay open. I think it also provides hope, uh, a lot of hope. Now, we've, we've uh, managed to continue to press that forward in all this time, uh, you know, through online services and things, but allowing those that are, are healthy and that feel secure about coming and, uh, and about our protocol to come on into the doors. Well, and, and I appreciate them wearing masks. In a sense, we do encourage that. You, I'd like to say they're mandatory, but, you know, the vast majority of people are wearing them in. I, and I really appreciate that because I wear, when I wear a mask, I don't wear it for me. I wear it for other people. That's right. That's the point. You're doing it out of servanthood. That's I right. think it's part of our witness. Now, there'll be people that argue with that, but I'm... It's like that's my opinion that it's part of our our witness. It's following the laws of the land. If they don't take us uh, against what God's word teaches, I think I think that's part of being a good citizen. Yeah, that and washing hands and and exactly. keeping some distance uh, and making sure. You know, I don't. It, it doesn't matter whether you're uh, inside the church uh, on an airplane, sitting in close proximity, 
uh, over at a, a local restaurant or in Walmart, um, you you have a choice every time, and and it's just a matter of of recognizing that that we're going to do this life together, mm-hmm. and we're going to go She's about exactly it, right. and we're gonna we're gonna be honoring one another, and and I think that as we continue to look at that and to not look so much as how are you going to react to me? It's more like I'm going. How am I going to to react while I'm around you? Mm-hmm. And I think that that mass is an important uh, thing. It's not a political thing. We've talked about that. Neither is washing hands for Pete's sake. No. But you know what? We hope that you're doing it. I won't be able to follow the scripture. Greet the brethren with a holy kiss. I won't be able to be kissing <laughs> on anybody. So you know that's scriptural. That, that's a fact. That's what yeah. they did back in the day. But. Uh, I imagine people have a problem with that today, but yeah, well, and it, 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 it is. It, it's very, I miss hugging people, though. Yeah, I, I know, do. I know, and and shaking hands, and uh, we get a chance to greet. Now, some of those that are more introvert uh, are thankful that we don't. Yeah, have to they do don't that. want no. touched or hugged. People, <laughs> I'm not a hugger. I'm not a hugger. Well, it's too bad. Which I is am. Fine. Which is... I'm going to invade your space, and there's nothing you can hey, do about y- it. Hey, you be you, and and uh, and, and here's the thing that I've been re- kind of kind of uh, um, reminding myself about and also um, stating is that, you know, we each have our comfort zones. It's how we press it on each other, right? right? So whatever I'm comfortable with, I'm not going to push it on you. Well, gonna, I, that's I'm my problem. I do. I'm, I'm a space allow. invader. That's, yeah, uh, part of my part of my weakness, I guess. Well, you guys just keep on being you, and 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 yet at the same time recognize that uh, we have our neighbors to think about, and as we think about them, uh, just as ourselves, just as the Bible says, um, boy, oh boy, man, we we have a neat responsibility right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just about masks. It's, it's about how we respond, how we react, and how we do it in God's love, how we reflect uh, Jesus. So. I tell you, it's good stuff. I'm glad that we're here together. Over and you've, uh, you know, I did that solo last week. Uh, it's all good. You know, I don't mind doing it if I have to. I tried to get a couple of guys to get on in here, uh, but they did definitely have some things going on. And uh, so well, you I could flew do solo. one with Elmo one of these days. Yeah, yeah. You know him pretty good. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might not pull out Elmo no, right now, but I tell you. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun to re- recognize that uh, uh, Elmo's voice kind of resides inside me, and I get to do that with some happy birthday wishes, and and uh, it's it's been very entertaining to. to well, we've say been the least. In, a, in a series on how to grow in our faith, and that's right. Uh, this last week was how to grow through mistakes, and I'm sure people didn't think that uh, some people thought it wasn't for them the sermon because they don't make mistakes, but. Uh, Nonetheless, that's where we're going. I, and, you know, I work ahead, and I'm, I'm planning some stuff for first the next year on um, faith, uh, the key to survival mm-hmm. you know, in the world that we're in. And, uh, man, I hope 21 is better than 20. But nonetheless, God's, God's went through it with us, you know, and that's hopefully right. things start to uh, turn a corner a little bit and get a little better. So, um, man, I don't know what's going to be on TV now when the election gets over. They won't have anything to play. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> man, oh man, it's wild. This has just been a wild, and I, I always talk say about this, inundation. I don't endorse candidates. Um, you can't. It's it's not good practice. You can't tell people who to vote for. But boy, the Holy Spirit can, and I always pray. 
to pray your heart and vote however the Holy Spirit instructs you because he knows. That's right. So, you need to, it's always good to wrestle with yourself. Um, wrestling with others, you're going to find yourself uh, with an arm twisted uh, behind you and, and your other arm in a fist. And, and then you submit sure. and then you realize, why did I submit? And you just wrestle and wrestle and then you realize you're just wrestling with yourself. So just wrestle in the sense of prayer and with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and allow him to speak to your soul and spirit and uh, through the word of God. It's, there's truths there. Continue to work forward, walk forward. We do want you to vote, but you know some that we're talking to right now uh, and hearing this are not going to vote. They're they're not convinced that either candidates the, worthy of a vote, right, right, or even the independent or my deal. You, if you don't vote, you shouldn't complain. Right, so, <laughs> right. At least if you voted, you you got a right to complain. Nobody wants to hear you, but nonetheless. Right. Well, in this whole process with how to grow through mistakes, you know, we we know that no one is perfect, and we look back over the last four years, eight years. 12 years, 16 years of the political measures, and there have been mistakes. We also have learned how to grow through them individually and as a community and as a state Mm -hmm. and as a nation. We will continue to grow and go forward, but we will be an individual um, uh, and independent uh, force in ourselves as we move forward. And as we can help with the community around us, it, it'll always be worth growing through our mistakes and letting the Lord Amen. lead. And so. like I said, regardless of who's in the White House, God's always on the throne. That's it. That's just the way it is. It really uh, is. He is on the throne. We, he, uh, Jesus is coming back. And we are needing to continue to look in His Word and to the skies. So let's talk a little bit about that. But before we do, I'd like to pray. Let's do that. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time together. Thank you for our pastor, Eddie, and I pray that you would just guide uh, all the words that we say now, and may they uh, something be brought up in wisdom and in grace and in mercy as you speak it to our souls. We just love you so much and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I started out talking about mistakes, and sometimes, you know, you leave a light on the basement or the garage all night and whatever, or I've known people that has put something on the stove grease and whatever and walked away from it and got mm-hmm. got hot or mm-hmm. uh, another thing people do is start to run hot water to do the dishes and then walk away and they come in and this sneaky thing is flooded <laughs> you know and stuff like that can cost you a few dollars but there are other mistakes it's like i mentioned i just read that 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 couple in in tampa uh, with that condo they come home it was a third floor one lady went up and went to bed the guy laid on the couch with these two dogs and left that stinking car running and carbon monoxide killed him and them mm-hmm. dogs didn't get her but i'm telling you these push button cars it's it's we've done it diane's done it she was in somewhere and the, the car ran an hour or so she come back out and it was still running you just they're quiet and you, you don't hear them but you know that's uh that's kind of the mistakes in, in life we made well I, and i think a lot of times People think people in the scripture are different from us, but they're exactly the same. And that's why I appreciate about the word of God that it's up front and it's accurate and it points out people's mistakes. That's right. And we looked at five. The first one was a panic prompted mistakes. And it was that whole story about it. Uh, Abraham, it's funny. We, a lot of times we don't question our own faith. 
we think ours is strong and in place, but then we see people like Abraham say, man, how could he do that? God spoke to him and said, I'm going to make you a father of all nations. But you got to realize that uh, he was 99. He hadn't had any kids yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he was starting. But anyhow, mm -hmm. God said, I'm going to make you a great nation. Move from Ur of the Chaldees. Go to a land of flowing with milk and honey that I'm going to give you. So he went and he gave him a... a a beautiful wife, I always say hot smoking, but I don't know if you should say that in church or not, but nonetheless, <laughs> that's what she was. So famine hits Israel instead of going to God and asking for God help, he runs to his enemies down in Egypt. Mm. And that's when he said, they, they hadn't changed, Sarah, Sarai was her name, but then God changed it to Sarah. But anyhow, she was still Sarai, and he said, hey, you know, you're, you're really good looking. We get down there and them, them guys are gonna kill me and take you as a point. And the thing is, he did that twice, so he, it, it forced him into a lie. That mm. was a, and then well-intentioned mistakes, and that was Moses when he killed an Egyptian um, and hit him, and he, his mistake led him to murder, and then negligent mistakes with, with uh, Adonijah, which was David's son, and he didn't discipline him. And part of that whole thing out of not discipline and setting boundaries for your kids, it come back to bite him because Adonijah wanted to be king. He wanted to take over, so he was going to overthrow David. The fourth one was unrestrained curiosity mistakes. I think this is probably one that we do maybe more than others. Um, it can often lead to trouble sometimes in areas related to d the demonic or sensational, even the sensual. I don't. I know how often there's temptation comes up in different places, whether it's on the internet or whatever, and your curiosity's peaking. You say, "I'm just going to go here and here," and then you keep going, and then you get in bad. But the story is about Saul when he was wanting to know if they were going to win a battle. His spiritual leader Samuel had died, and because of Saul's. I guess probably because of the sin of his life, whatever, God wasn't answering his questions. So he goes to, seeks out a medium, a spiritist, the witch of Endor. And like I said, Sunday, this has always intrigued me to a degree that this witch was able to bring back a spirit. Mm. Now, a witch who is employed in the service of Satan cannot right. call people from heaven. Right. It, it, that's impossible. Right. So my understanding is some of the theologians I've read on this, that she brings back a, a demon right. in the shape of Saul mm -hmm. to talk to, to uh, or it was Samuel that she, he was wanting him to bring Samuel back. But anyhow, that's, uh, and, and that, that caused him great grief actually. And that's what I got into that whole area of, of the spirit world. You don't want to mess around with, with, palm readers or tarot cards nope. or Ouija boards because it's from the dark side. That's, that's right. all a Satan. Just, just just, move away. No, and that's exactly right. And then the last one was blind spot mistakes. And, the, and that was what Paul, with Barnabas's cousin, John Mark, he pupped out on that first missionary journey. Mm. So when Barnabas, Paul wasn't having none of it, said, no, he's, he can't go or whatever. But then when he was uh, waiting death in Rome, in the Mamertine prison, when he was talking to Timothy and writing him a letter, he asked him to, hey, you might want to bring John Mark along because he's good for my ministry. So he had changed his mind on that. And some of the perspectives that we have on mistakes, first, how, he, how God views us when we make mistakes. I think a lot of times they, people see God as a big bully or a tyrant or an ogre sitting with a board ready to whack us. He doesn't do that. Verse 7 in Psalm 31, David said, I will rejoice and be glad in thy loving kindness, because thou hast seen my affliction. 
thou hast known the troubles of my soul. Hmm. And that's, God has empathy for us when he sees us that way. Um, David uh, acknowledges that in God's heart. And um, he said, God knows the dark set of our souls. He knows our fears, our doubts, our shame. He probes down inside us and knows us for who we really are. And that's when I brought up Psalm 139 where David said, you knew me in my mother's womb. That's my whole stance on the abortion issue. If God knew David in his mother's womb, he knows all these other babies as well. And then second, how he treats us when we make mistakes. David said, and thou hast not given me over into the hand of the enemy. That's the one thing we, we fear most is, is rejection when we do that. But David declares that God gives us space to learn from our mistakes. In verse 8, he says, Thou hast set my feet in a large place. He's given him room to grow. And in that third perspective is how he instructs us when we make mistakes. He instructs us in, in a context of trust and not suspicion. But as for me, verse 14, I trust in thee, O Lord. I say, Thou art my God. And then second, he instructs us, in all of life, not, not just the pleasant times. Verse 15 says, my times are in thy hand. And then thirdly, he instructs us privately and not publicly, and boy, aren't you glad of that. And that's what I said, and down in, in verses 19 and 20, he says, thou dost hide them in the secret place of thy presence from the conspiracies of man. Man, that plays into to life today when you talk about conspiracies of people. And then thou dost keep them secretly in a shelter from the strife of tongues. He doesn't put it out in the open for gossip. It's between you and God. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, wouldn't that be wild if every Sunday our name was on the big screen at the top and God listed all the sins that we had committed that week? Which, a, which reminds me of that, that uh, video of... The, and you, Mike, you're oh the my, worst. Oh, my gosh. I'll play I that again sometime. That. We have to do that. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's... Uh, you guys, stop it. You know, that's that. Stop it. <laughs> And Mike, you're the worst. Yeah, and he pointed him out, right? Oh, my goodness. And it was so what we're referring to is this pastor that's up in the front and there's a pulpit and he's beginning to do his sermon and he just can't. He can't he can't go on because he's just he looks over at the looks over the congregation and and, and he's just seeing all these people, they're they're just there again and, and what he's had to deal with them in the the week before and and that's what we're referring to. But uh, yeah, it is it's, yeah, he's it's really frustrating. Funny clip. It's funny. <laughs> little skit. Good stuff. Yeah, and so mistakes with which we're going into that the the three insights about the mistakes and, and what God does through us. You know, sometimes when we when we know the mistake is there, we know that we've dealt with it with God, and then we continue to go back to it, and we and we and we are working through these. It sometimes because does become public, doesn't it? And, yeah, and we have to deal with that's them. part of those consequences. Sometimes, that, therefore, then then what's what's the next step? And and sometimes there is gossip. Sometimes there mm -hmm. is things that we have to deal with. But what we then in those times need to do is humble ourselves before the Father and find through in the internal and in the de deep deepness of our soul, Father, forgive me and release me of this burden. And no matter what I need to do, I need to remain consistent in you mm -hmm. so that you can do a good work through me. Yeah, and, and those three insights about mistakes of 
If you're about to make a mistake, try checking three things, motive, moment, and method. And when you make a mistake, we got to keep in mind these comforting thoughts that, that first, I'm human. That may sound simple, but we're not going to reach perfection. I think there's a lot of people that are perfectionists, and they're always upset mm-hmm. because they can't attain it. Right. It's impossible to be perfect on this on this earth. We're flawed creatures. Yeah. You know, that's when something Jim Evans said at, at marriage seminar stuck with me years ago. He says, you got to look at each other, at your spouses, and understand we're all flawed creatures. We're not going to... We're not going to be perfect. Flawed creatures with flawed past with coming from flawed families. That's exactly right. That's just that is, that's just the way you know, it is. And it, it, it is, and it uh, it's just something that we get to to come together with and understand that through perfect love, God's love, yeah. we'll learn. And we'll then secondly, you you through this mistake I have learned, and then you fill in the blank. What have you learned through it that you won't do it again? And then third, remember that we'll you'll recover, David. That's what David says. He ended that Psalm 31. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who hope in the Lord. So that's, and then there, you know, those five things were in the bulletin. If anybody wanted to look those scriptures up about them, but uh, instead of getting beat down by mistakes, we, you know, we, we need to learn from them. Yeah. And I, and I really believe that this is the, the, the um, this entails our, our life. Um, before Christ, during, uh, our now, as we've become uh, embraced Christ and His forgiveness, and uh, are serving the Lord, this sermon uh, encompasses uh, our daily walk. How are we walking through? How are we reflecting what the Word says? How are we working through the mistakes that we've made? Uh, the mistakes that we're making, and how are we preparing for our our future? Um, it's an unknown thing, mm-hmm. and we don't know what we're going to get right or wrong. But when we put things out in front of us, in that surrendering, uh, man, the, the Holy Spirit, God giving us the Holy Spirit is an amazing thing. Now it's up to us to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he is guiding us. That's exactly right. He is gonna. He is directing us. We are gonna make mistakes because we are human, but we do have a chance to continue to work through them. Well, and that that, that just you know the way the Holy Spirit lines things up. Uh, this uh, sermon for Monday or Monday for Sunday is how to grow through weakness. You know, weakness is not something we promote in ourselves, and a lot of times we want to hide it. But uh, nonetheless. Uh, we all have weaknesses, and uh, there's some ways that we can hopefully grow through that. We grow through trials and tribulation. We don't like it, but nonetheless, that's that's pretty much the the, the way it is. Mm. And of course, I'm going to use Paul's testimony of weakness. He he uh, in in Second Corinthians 11 23 through 30. What an I mean, he's he was he's an amazing amazing person. Um, and some of the things, uh, and you read that whole list of things that he went through. He said, uh, "He says they say they serve Christ. I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more. I've worked harder, been put in jail more often, been whipped times without number, and faced death again and again. Five times the Jews gave me thirty-nine lashes. That is amazing. He even survived the first one. Three times I was beaten with rods." 
Once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole night and day adrift at sea. I have traveled many weary miles. I have faced danger from flooded rivers and from robbers. I have faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as from Gentiles. I have faced danger in the cities, in the deserts, and on the stormy seas. And I have faced danger from men who claim to be Christians but are not. Hmm. I have lived with weariness and pain and sleepless nights. Often I've been hungry and thirsty and have gone without food. Often I have shivered with cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then besides all this, I have the daily burden of how the churches are getting along. Who is weak without my feeling that weakness? Who is led astray and I do not burn with anger? If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. Mm -hmm. Man, what a testimony. Mm -hmm. But he didn't get up in front of people and he was just reminding them what he'd been through. He said, that's not why... I boast in my weakness, because in that weakness I am strong through Christ. That was the whole point that he was saying. Right. And he said it over and over. Um, it, it, and then, man, oh man, that, that and I'm not going to read this passage. It, it, it's, it's 2 Corinthians 12, 2 through 6. He said, I once knew a man caught up to the third heaven. He went to heaven. And he could come back, but he couldn't talk about it because he couldn't put it into words. Mm. How many people you know has been to heaven? <laughs> right. what, a, what a bragging right that he had. He didn't, uh, he didn't brag about that. He said, I, he says, for the last of that passage, he said, for when I am weak, then I am strong. And that Christ kept shining through his life. And then I have different heroes of the faith, but definitely one of my heroes is David Livingston. Um, amazing amazing person I'm, I'm i'm not going to read this right now but there's some stuff that that he went through but his very presence created awe in people not even he didn't even have to talk actually uh, let me read this brief introduction here uh, the chancellor of the university of glasgow because he was scottish introduced one day to the young men of the university god's missionary david livingston when Livingston stood up and walked to the front of the platform to speak to the group of university men, the students looked at him earnestly. They saw his hair burn crisp under the torrid tropical sun. They saw his body wasted and emaciated from jungle fever. They saw his right arm hanging limp at his side, destroyed by the attack of a ferocious African lion. And when the students looked at Livingston, they stood up with one accord in awe and in silence before God's missionary. I mean, the, the guy, you know, uh, it, it, it's just amazing. And he spent his whole life like that. Mm. Got, he was away away from his family. He didn't get to raise his kids, really. His wife come over there. She died in Africa. And then the last day of his life, they went in his tent, and he was on his hands and knees with his head buried in his hands, praying dead. I mean, he died praying. And that's something. Yeah. So, we, you know... And we talked about that in men's group a little bit this morning, how spoiled we are as Americans, even during this time of of COVID yeah. and how it is. And we talked a little bit about going to Haiti and other countries. And you, you, when you go to those places, you understand how spoiled we are and how God has blessed us. And we take advantage of that, actually. So one of the things that we learn and how to grow through our weaknesses uh, are these uh, we take these purposes to heart. My weakness keeps me from being conceited. It, it keeps me humbled, actually. Mm -hmm. 
Christ's power is made perfect in my weakness. And that's in verse 9. Verse 2 was about the conceited. So that the power of Christ may rest upon me in verse 9, in my weakness. And then when I am weak, then I am strong. That's verse 10. So that's how we grow through weaknesses, allowing Christ to, to shine through us in that. And really not ever <laughs> patting ourselves on the back, but giving God the glory for being able to keep on keeping on and enduring um, in the fight, so to speak. The world, the flesh, and the devil. We talk about that a lot, but that's who we fight. It's on three, it's on three fronts. It's just not one. There's three attacks, actually. And it, and it is so important to to hear these things, and and it's going to be important to hear these things as you as you bring more things to light on Sunday, as you talk about Paul and you talk about all the things that were accomplished in Jesus. But he says in the weak, in the weakness, that's his, that is my strength, is the weakness that I have to surrender to Him. In this life, we we find ourselves grappling with what the world tells us. Even other Christians um, trying to, or, or, or those that are, that are trying to say, you know, stand up and, and do these things. And, 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 you know, and there are boundaries. We talked about that a little bit before. There are boundaries in our lives. We do need to be strong in a lot of ways. But if we, are, if we aren't weak in the understanding of surrender to God... Mm-hmm. And the surrendering to him and saying, Father, lead and guide me. Then we will not uh, find our dependence. Our, our, our God is more of ourself. Our God is, is trying to maintain um, um, the lifestyle, the, the personification of ourselves, uh, the, the, the um uh, the selfish ways that we've maintained through these mistakes. Uh, maybe we don't want to admit to some of these mistakes, you know, the same of the things that we've talked about. And yet God continues to love us, continues to work in us, continues to, to hone us in as he brings us across different examples of ways we can learn. Mm-hmm. And, and I just really appreciate um, you bringing this, having, you know, being, being obedient to the spirit as he, uh, talks to us uh, as you will talk to us about our weakness. Um, this is a time that we need to continue to be reminded that He is strong. Uh, we are weak and He is strong, just much like that uh, song, mm-hmm. of course, as we grew up singing, uh, Yes, Jesus Loves Me. Um, so thanks for, for bringing these things. It's going to be looking forward to continuing this How to Grow and and, and uh, this one becoming uh, how, how to grow in our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor, it's always great to have you back here. Why don't you go ahead and wrap us up in prayer? That'd be awesome. Lord, we thank you for loving us. I always say that, and you can't say it enough. Your love goes beyond our human comprehension, and we're thankful for it. And Lord, as we think about um, the mistakes that we make and how gracious you are to forgive us and to help us to move on and hopefully grow, through them and not keep making the ones over and over, even though we do that sometimes. But you continue to forgive us and continue to love us, Lord, and uh, you always want the best for us. And as we think about weakness, we all have it, um, but it's in that weakness that you're strong. Uh, I'm reminded, Lord, every time I get ready to speak, that uh, my prayer is always, uh, Lord, I'm <laughs> I'm not perfect. And uh, 
I just pray right now that you use my voice and uh, my actions and everything that I am. I lay it before you and I ask you, Holy Spirit, to take control because I don't want to see me on that stage. I want people to see you. So uh, that's that's what I do, Lord. And I know, I know a lot of us are that way. But nonetheless, every day that uh, before we roll out of bed, we ought to ask for guidance and inst- uh, instruction. Put on the armor of God, Lord, as we get up out of that bed and we go into the the world into school wherever we're going and maybe we might even be staying at home but um, that we might be true to you lord that that we might listen to you and we might (coughs) excuse me allow you to guide and direct us that day yes Uh, i pray for all those that are are sick and are suffering today lord that hear this voice that you might encourage them lord to reach out to you and when they do that uh, you just give them a full measure of, of your grace we love you, God. We give you praise and glory. We thank you for our church. Just keep us safe and keep us smart. We ask these things in your name. Amen. 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 Well, thanks for joining us here today. We are very glad that uh, uh, this is available to you in, in this very sense that um, God's wisdom is uh, able to be projected as we submit to him. And we're glad that uh, this little bit of time together can be thrown out on the on the internet and on the airwaves. So anyway, until next week, uh, Eddie, great to have you here today. Thanks for being with me. And we'll say goodbye for now. Bye-bye.